Hello Citizen, it is a city for you podcast. Welcome to the new episode. I am happy to share another urban story with you. Listen in and feel free to get back to me through Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, whatever you want with your comments and to share this episode with someone who you think might be inspired by it. All the necessary links and a short teaser are in the description of this episode. The rest you will hear right now. Enjoy! And remember to notice how a city for you will change after you've listened to this story of a city in a day and night modes. Thank you for being so spontaneous and quick to respond. Welcome. Thank you so much as well for meeting me. It's a great uh, opportunity to have this uh, conversation, me and you. And I'm happy that we could talk about things that are interesting for both of us. And uh, it's going to be a great uh, experience. I'm looking forward. it. Yes. Yeah. Tell me a bit about yourself. I don't know much, so you can just explain. <laughs> so um, my name is Nada, uh, and I I grew up in Saudi Arabia. I lived in different cities, as like because we're talking about cities now mm-hmm. today. So um, uh, I lived in Jeddah, Istanbul, uh, Kuala Lumpur, and now I live in Stockholm. Um, I studied interior architecture and furniture design, then I drifted a little bit to graphic design, then I went back to architecture with lighting design, and now um, I'm quite interested in building performance, so it's been a quite a, a interesting journey, I could say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, filled with curiosity, and I'm happy about it, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not that much diversion from the theme, still, it's interior design, architecture, lighting, yeah. building, it's all in the same category or yeah. industry at least so um, I go more for the holistic approach so the more I could understand from different perspective I think the more it's rewarding uh, for me to experience projects and to be able to understand projects from different perspectives let's say yeah okay. we can dive into the main series of questions yeah go on what is a city for you um, well um, a city for me is more of a, a, a mode, mode of living. So every city that you go to or experience is a different reality that you enter. And um, you will have different emotions uh, associated with the place that you are living at. You will have different experiences. You will um, associate your, your experiences from the past and then you will project it into the new place. And I find it like you're entering a new reality and you're exploring. Uh, it's filled with curiosity and uh, filled with new experiences and joy, I could say. Do you feel like cities you've lived before Stockholm influenced the way you perceive it now? Yeah, of course. And um, also there's a room to experience um, cities in different light as well. Like, um, it's it's affected the understand. <laughs> It affects my understanding for every city, of course, uh, the way um, I interacted with the previous cities, but there is always a room to, to see the, the city that I'm visiting or like if I decided to move to a different city, uh, there's a, a room to, to experience and um, try to disconnect from my past experiences and see it in a different light. Mm-hmm. 
and like how you use light in a different <laughs> context and I know yeah, what you well, mean it works <laughs> yeah exactly beautiful yeah and you say you said you grew up in Saudi Arabia yeah how did you spend your old childhood there yeah mm-hmm. uh, my dad was working there so it was a complete different experience I think it's quite special uh, in a way that the way that let's say it's a desert so we had a different way of living we were living indoors and we had to experience the car, the city by car and mm-hmm. we had like it wasn't like a walkable city mm-hmm. um it was ambiguous and big and um, you had to there was no transportations and you needed a car to go around and get by so you're like living in a small room and you're observing the city from an indoor perspective so like a, you're viewing the city uh from inside you don't really have the full sensation of uh, your surroundings. So there was a lot of parts that were missing in my experience living in Saudi, and especially the culture is not as, um, and as you know, like every city has its personality. So uh, it was really hard to dive into the culture, especially from a foreigner perspective. Uh, so I could say it has its own good uh way of living and bad ways like it it has its own pros and cons um which is also was different from living in istanbul which is uh, for me like it was a big city every part of it is a complete different story is a complete different experience like you it's ne- it feels like an it never ends every time you move around and you walk around you discover something new and the most thing that i liked about istanbul is the way that people interact there it's more of a social uh, hub for a lot of people so the way the city is made or the urban structure of the city is make it very accessible for people to have gatherings and like meet and talk and have these kind of small little shops that has these kind of chairs and they have tea and like quick buy food and it's not like fancy restaurant of course it has all the options but this kind of option was missing from my experience in Saudi so I love the fact that Istanbul had it um for Kuala Lumpur, well, it was this kind of fashion city for me, which is weird to describe it because it's not popular for that, but it's been, it's been like every time I walk the street, or maybe because I was living around the center, there's always something going on regarding fashion, and there's like people modeling on the streets, and there's like a very interesting um, mix of cultures as well. And you could find people have their places of worships around and then some people have their kind of selling street food and it's more active, it's more... Um, I don't know how to describe it in a proper way, but it it just... It's, there's a lot of diversity going on. And of course with the architecture and the way that you, you keep looking upward. It's not like you look around and you keep because it's ha- skyscrapers, it's big, and I, I enjoyed my experience there. Yeah. You describe it really well, because I've never been there. I have no <laughs> image to go with Kuala Lumpur. For me, it's just a word when you say it. <laughs> so now I just have something to put against this word. Yeah. And then lastly, I moved to Stockholm, and it's like complete different reality here. <laughs> I, as I was telling you, that uh-huh. I thought it's a dead city. Because I mean, I was in Istanbul before coming here, and we're talking about 20 million people in one city. And then you come to Stockholm, it's small, people are much less. And you know, when you 
changed the vibe of the city. It just incredible. Like at the beginning, I I felt weird, mm-hmm. but then I got used to it, and somehow it's so hard for me to move back to Istanbul because it's bring so much anxiety now with a lot of people and I know it's a different situation now with COVID of course but uh, the city on its uh, own reality before COVID it was like it was even hard to catch the train or the bus because it's full of people and you cannot even join there and you have to wait for several rounds to go which Mm -hmm. is quite interesting but here in (laughs) Stockholm it's just easy chill relaxed and it's a different mode of living and, yeah. and that's the way you described the city in the beginning, so it yeah. all fits and concludes beautifully. <laughs> and we can move on Yeah. and switch this question. Yeah. What are you for the city? Uh, well, I could say that I'm a part of the structure or dynamic or um, I feel like it's a system. So if, if I'm there or if I'm not there, it won't make a lot of difference. But if there's a lot of people doing one thing together, it makes a city. I think city is made by people, so once people leave the city, it's no longer a city. So it just buildings and structure and really there's no life or experience into it. So um, I think every single person and every single part of the city makes up the city itself. Including you, that's what you feel like. Yeah, it's like a collective, uh, collective amount of people that they're doing their parts and... uh, they're doing their job and we're working a dynamic that makes things work so yeah it's simpler yeah <laughs> let's move to your speciality yeah the third question how does artificial lighting of a night city affect um well after living in stockholm i realized that i do like cozy lighting like i don't think that we should um use that much artificial light uh, I like the fact that I can see the stars, which is, I didn't have this in my whole experience. I lived in big cities, so I never been able to see the sky clearly from any city that I lived at, which is crazy. Like once I start, I managed to see that from Stockholm. This was a whole different experience that you could see the moon very bright, the stars are very bright, and it feels like you are in the like outskirts of where you live and I had to do this when I when I used to see the stars I had to like drive one hour or one hour and a half away from the city just to be able to see the sky and being able to do that in Stockholm is amazing Uh, so I like the fact that they're not using so much artificial light here and they're respecting the darkness they're uh, giving you just enough amount of artificial light to guide you and to ensure safety Um, let's say in Istanbul it's like a lot of neon lights and just hey see me I'm here and it's everywhere and and yeah it's it's just too much energy since I'm like looking into energy right now so it feels like oh my god this is so much energy they're wasting energy here and it doesn't have to be so much like that It, it again it depends on how do you like it so this is pretty a personal opinion I see it as um um, as I said before, it's a different way to see the city and like it's a different story there. So it's good to have diversity like whenever you move around and see artificial light. So both are equally good, mm-hmm. but I would rather live in a place that um, have more respect to the natural 
way of living with how the sun and the moon and be connected more to nature and not to create more light pollution around us. So, yeah. How would you say it makes you feel when you walk in the street that is darker than you probably were used to? Yeah, well, it took me some time, to be honest, to, to adjust to the fact that it's not too bright. And it felt scary at the beginning because, like, you perceive light differently. So if you're used to see so much light at night, it would be tough for you when you go to Stockholm and then everything is quite dimmer or darker. But then once you get used to it and you understand that, regardless, the city is still safe. And I think it's one of the safest cities I've been to. So I think they're doing a great job when it comes to that. And and it allows people to experience stars. And this is, as I said, a lot of people haven't experienced stars. Mm-hmm. And it might sound absurd because people are just used to it. It's just there. Yeah. But yeah. for people who didn't live with uh, with like clear sky and they had a lot of light pollution it makes a huge huge a lot of difference so so you say how in the beginning it was a bit maybe unusual but yeah. then you got used to it yeah. instead appreciating it yeah and you appreciate darkness afterwards although some it's tough I'm not saying it's still 100% I got used to it but uh-huh. um, it's more connecting to the nature mm-hmm. so you don't feel like you live in a concrete building or live in a big city you live in a small uh, this is the kind of thing that I loved about Stockholm that you have this kind of connection to nature and you have connection to city so once you want to get away and feel like you're you're you want to you want some peace and quiet you could just go to the forest next to you and it's dimmed not too much light and it just you a lot of sounds and um, wild animals are around you even mm-hmm. like it's still the city the city yeah. but uh-huh. this kind of experience with Stockholm I could say it's amazing um, for me when I was living in Saudi I was living in the car so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the fact that even the way that I perceived street light we had the bulbs upward yeah. which is quite weird Why? because it should be downward and I think it just, they don't think about it because there, the, we don't experience the city as walking. So people don't have any idea about how it is like to walk in the city. Mm-hmm. People just live in the car. So it didn't make any difference more than just guiding people or like making everything bright. And I remember that the sky was orange and everything was, had this orange tone to it. Mm-hmm. And... It's completely different when you see Stockholm and has you could feel darkness, but in Saudi I couldn't feel darkness. I just felt orange color and it's just around it. There is not that much transition between brightness and darkness there. You don't feel it fully, or maybe you feel the brightness because it's too warm, it's too sunny, but it just it doesn't have this huge transition as here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from yeah. brightness to darkness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think our education and like your education, which yeah. was the same in terms <laughs> of lighting design, but some time ago, yeah, it helps in noticing these things. You don't think about it when you live there, and that's quite interesting because I never thought it's a problem until I moved to Stockholm, because Istanbul was quite similar, Kuala Lumpur was quite similar in that sense, but Stockholm is quite different, so. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, there is something different here. So 
your the your relation and emotion and pers perception of the city is completely like you, it makes a question um what is right and what is wrong and how it should be and how it should be not and then you see what was better and what was best for you so uh, i still prefer the stockholm way of doing outdoor lighting from my personal experience yeah i think everyone answers this question themselves personally and for some people maybe it's you'd better to have these shouting <laughs> lights of course and it's not me but yeah. i can understand that some people yeah. probably could choose that yeah it's at the end it's a personal um perception it's personal yeah. preference exactly. so which um, also could change with education of course of course <laughs> yeah that um there's a lot of factors that could change and the way that you fall in love with the city has also an impact because you, there are when you love the city you really don't think about what the flaws you just you love it as the way it is you just like it as the way it is so you don't think you want to change things around you which is quite interesting because that feeling i felt it with Istanbul myself but once i moved to stockholm it changed. You so fell in love again with like, another city. Oh, exactly. So it's yeah. like, mm, that was not <laughs> done right. So, um, yeah, I find it interesting that how things change once you acquire new knowledge and you learn about um, perception and you learn about uh, what is better and when it comes also your responsibility when it comes to energy to using energy or energy efficiency so yeah I started thinking of like this is too much energy this is just waste of energy I think we should do it better so I had this kind of responsible me talking is like every time I go to a bright city that is bright it's more bright than it should be it's like no it should be uh, you should use less energy than so you could energy. yeah there is this option of changing yeah so yeah, I think it depends a lot about a for, uh, about the culture and how people, what our people are used to, because maybe if we took away the brightness from these cities, they might feel um, unsafe because mm -hmm. maybe it was a in the beginning. Of, yeah, like it, you did in Stockholm in the beginning. Maybe. Yeah, but we're ta we're not talking about a person level here. We're talking about a whole city, so it's of course it's going to be a complete different experience, and people will have some time to adjust and understand what's right and it needs like there are a lot of awareness that should be raised uh, for this um, for this matters for like energy um, especially now that with all things happening in the world is like it makes you feel as a, if you're educated enough in a subject you really need to spread awareness of how do we use lighting and uh, I think it's important for every part in architecture and, and or urban planning or we as we said we're a part of the city so everyone should take the responsibility in developing the city in a way that we feel comfortable safe and still not uh using up the resources that we have when it's not needed mm -hmm. that's okay yeah. yeah very nice full response <laughs> we can move on yeah and now it's not a question, it's more of an invitation to describe me your idealized day in your ideal city. Well, um, I could say that when things go smooth, you know when you just wake up, have a morning run and you can run around and you feel good and you feel safe and there is not so much noise around you, uh, it's warm, I wouldn't say too warm but not too cold as well. Um, you can see people on the streets 
talking to each other, socializing, people are more open. And I think the city has an impact on making people more preserved or open because it's a part of the culture. The way you structure the city, the way that you impact the cultural aspects of the people. And the people get more open maybe with the, with the weather and with if there's more outdoor uh, opportunities for people to gather or like, <laughs> um, I would to say... To come to each other and to just... Yeah, it's just talk like, they other. just talk. Um, but for you personally, would you... A smooth day, what would you... What would it be? Okay, you wake up, you go for a run. Yeah. And then if I want to go to work, it's so easy to access transportation. Um, it's so simple to get around. It's so simple to take a walk. Um, it Things just get going. It's sometimes like, as I said, from my, also my past experience with Istanbul, you have to wait for three buses until you could take the bus. And this means that there's something is not working right. Um, if you can't walk in the city that something is not working right. So it's this kind of smooth way of uh, enjoying your day. It just, things are easy. Um, you smell bakeries around, like you go and like fresh bread, coffee or tea, or um, there are so much green around you. People are getting going and you know the kind of sense of stress that you feel in certain cities? This, like, when you just take it away and see people smiling and just taking it easy and chill, and yes, they have responsibility and they can do it, but because it's easy access and there's not much um, struggle to, to get going, I think that's how I describe a smooth day, because if we take just the sources of stress, yeah. pretty much that's a good city. Simple, yeah. uh, I think. Um, I can also imagine that this stress can be taken out for a person. Mm-hmm. The city can stay the same, but maybe yeah. something can change in person. Maybe something could happen in the morning, and then the same person would feel mm-hmm. smoother yeah. the next day in the same city. And also, if the city is communicative with you, because you could be feeling down in a metro station or like taking the metro back home and then there's big building that just ha- projecting a heart image with like a, with some light and it feels like it's communicating because i've seen this in stockholm and i really like the fact that i'm in the metro i'm just doing nothing and then there's a building telling me something so you make it more dynamic and make it more interactive and it's just not still buildings or still structures it's more of a moving um, and interactive. So I think that's a, a way that I would like to experience the city with. Um, I like how you said the communicative city. Yeah. Really describe it. But now we kind of transitioned into the night, but I'll still ask this because the next question is about <laughs> describing your idealized night in your ideal city. Ah, okay. Yeah. So now when you would see the, <laughs> the communication, course, yeah. but there could be different kind of communication. So, of course, so. yeah. That it's well done with the darkness. That it's respecting the darkness. Um, it still has this kind of lively uh, spirit to it. So, yes, it's night, but it still can be... Um, you can do stuff. Uh, this is something I miss here. That like kind of things are, shops are closing too early and everything is closing too early because... Um, Nightlife has a different personality when it comes to the city. Um, Do you think it's a bit more international, the night? 
time. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of people would like be like more into night than daylight. So if the well, that's also personal perspective. Yeah. <laughs> so we have two parts of people who would enjoy daylight or being at the daytime, or people would enjoy the nighttime. So um, for the it has to be um, prepared for both scenarios. I could say so. Um, you cannot just ignore uh, one part mm -hmm. because for me, like living in Saudi, is pretty much nightlife because it's too warm to go outside during the time during the day. But during the night, it's um, it's more lively and people tend to go and meet and gather during the night, especially after work, because it's less warm and well, you can do stuff more uh, when it's not 45 degrees. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can relate to some time when I spend in Cyprus. And it comes to the climate as well. So if you can make the city workable for 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 both scenarios, um, respecting both scenarios, um, I could say I would like to be able to experience the city in in both ways. Mm -hmm. uh, because some sometimes I would love to enjoy the daytime, but a lot of times I still want to enjoy the nighttime mm -hmm. and feel like it's interactive, it's lively, people are walking on the streets and mm -hmm. they still has this kind of, you can go to a sushi place at 10 p.m. and it's fine. No one is telling you that we close the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. because like, it's, it, it, the city is about fulfilling your needs mm -hmm. at the end. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to explore and enjoy yeah it's sometimes it you, there's a lot of arguments going there because people should not work too late and mm -hmm. but I, I would say it's also a preference because a lot of people don't like waking up in the morning and like working yeah. at night so like mm -hmm. offering this dynamic and not offering a solid way of living because somehow Stockholm imposed a certain way of living yeah that didn't exist for me in Istanbul so here I have to wake up mornings and be a morning person but in Istanbul I was mostly a night person mm -hmm. because I still can be able to go out and just enjoy it until 2 3 a.m in the morning and it's still people are outside so it's, it feels like the day never ends and that's a whole different experience and a whole different personality um, but you cannot have it all as I said yeah. like, you now, choose what you were describing actually made me understand why maybe I like Stockholm because I'm a, I'm a morning person, and for me here, I feel yeah. like I, I fit with this <laughs> schedule of a city. It was tough for me for the first year. Again, it's a huge transition between Istanbul and Stockholm. But then I loved the fact that it puts me in schedule. It's like, yes, I'm waking up at 6 a.m. in the morning, I go for a run, then I start work and I start studying, and then I just like, I clock out at 6, it's dinner time, mm -hmm. and then you enjoy the night, and then at 10, you're like, I'm about to go to bed. Yeah, and oh, that's my It's day. like you have a structure, and people think that the cities don't impact that. I think they are absolutely wrong, because if you have a city that allows you to be outdoor until 2 a.m. in the morning, you're pretty much likely to be outdoor. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a high sense of... Uh, uh, disciplined, I could say. <laughs> <laughs> or another schedule. But, or yeah. a different schedule, because like in Middle East or Turkey, we had like late lunch, late dinner, so yeah, our dinner was at nine, mm -hmm. and then lunch is at four, so you see yeah. there's a four-hour shift, so if you sleep yeah. at ten here, you will sleep at two there, mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. and people yeah. start working at ten, so. 
Yeah, it works perfectly. So it's that. perfect. It's you not bad, it. or or there's a as, again different modes of living. So, yeah. 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 Thank you for describing it. Yeah. <laughs> Comparing, I really like how you compare different cities and kept mentioning all four of them throughout this conversation. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it it every city had its own story, and um, I enjoyed each one of them mm -hmm. on a different level and I'm yeah. I still like I would like to experience more because that's how you learn that's how you 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 think of things out of the box and have mm -hmm. a different perspective about like even it comes to the career like comes to just being a designer or solving problems because if you're just being in one context you're not gonna I mean you still can be creative and do stuff but still like it gives you more it opens a lot of doors for you uh, to to think from these people's perspective. You think as a user, so you're coming, you you go from a designer to a user, and then you're the one who's experiencing the place, and you think, okay, maybe this is best for them, but not for me because I come from a different city. And I always had this argument that I first year in Stockholm was quite argumentative for me. It's like, nah, yeah, it shouldn't close at 6 p.m. or mm -hmm. at 18. And the timing was a like, quite struggle for me. And I was like, oh no, I have to go there. And no, it's closed. I cannot reach it out. And it was a little bit stressful for me. I didn't like it. It's like I felt so much, con I felt controlled. Yeah. Uh, I, di I didn't, I don't, I didn't think that I have so much freedom. But when I adapted myself to the context, uh, <laughs> it yeah. worked. So yeah. now I think from a Stockholm person perspective, and I think, well, they were right. But now, if I moved to back to Istanbul or went to Barcelona, I think I wouldn't fit in because they have different way of like yeah. You need to adapt again. Then you you have to change your perspective and adapt to it. So adapt to the user there. So when you design for each city and if you think of each city, you're gonna think of okay, what people, what a day in life for these people looks like, and mm -hmm. then you accordingly you you see what best for them. Um, Thank you so much for no this conversation. <laughs> Thank you for being with us. If you want to get in touch, just search for a city for you. Maybe you've already found it.